everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ungrown Ups Podcast. Uh, this is episode 32, otherwise known as the 32nd episode. I am Ryan. There's a guy uh, on the other side of a computer today named yeah, Matthew. Yeah. Hey. Doing it remotely, yo. Yeah, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I've just, you know, been working on the house, and it was just, because the days are so much shorter... I didn't want to have to cut out and then head over to your place and then the travel time there and back. The short days are, are garbage. Pretty much. It's like your goal is to get everything done by about like 430 because then it starts getting dark and then you're like, all right, day's over with. And it's been weird. Like it's been pretty warm actually, right? So it was like 88, I think, when I was outside earlier today. But the second that sun goes down, man, it gets cold quick. Well, and the weird thing is, is like, uh, let's see, last week on uh, Thursday, it was in the 90s. And then by the weekend, it was raining in the 50s. And then this week, it's been pretty mild. It's been like in the 70s. But today, it's up in the 80s. I, I'm looking forward to this regular fall weather where you actually need to put on a hoodie when you right. go outdoors and feel a little bit of a chill in the air. Not cold by any means. But, you know, when it's in like in the 60s, 50s, the comfortable chill. Yeah, I mean, nice. uh, you know, I had a long sleeve shirt on last night. I don't think I even... Well, I own a flannel or two, but I don't own like a lot of long sleeve shirts. Well, I mean, I have a lot of flannels, but I have like one of those, you know, those, uh, I don't know how to describe it. They're like, if I say a baseball shirt, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, the yeah, sleeves yeah, are yeah. a different color, but they're like that angle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What else would you call it? Sleeves of color and the chest is like white or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So I had one of those on cause it was, I was a little, a little chilly, which yeah. is good. So, uh, not only did you not want to come over here, but I haven't exactly been feeling perfect. So here's my my conundrum, my quandary, if you will. Yes. Do I have COVID or do I have Or do you cold? have a cold? Yeah, I don't know. And honestly, <laughs> I don't feel bad enough that I f- am ready to get a test, which is, is that selfish? I don't know. Well, I mean, you're working from home, so it's not like you're going anywhere. So you could just self-quarantine. Yeah, I mean, that's. It's basically what's going on. So I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting situation to be in. And well, especially this time of year, because it is cold season, flu season. Exactly. And then, of course, we have a pandemic going. So it's like, what do you do? Do you just start chugging the, the Robitussin or the Dimetap or NyQuil? And just I've been obsessively if- taking my temperature. Rectally? <laughs> Obviously. Is there any other way? Uh, <laughs> but uh, like obsessively, <laughs> like every... 20 minutes which is probably way too much yeah especially since nothing normal oh yeah in fact at one point i thought i had hypothermia so that (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean i i'm fine i'm I'm normal but the thing is is like is this and we were you know my question is is it psychosomatic and i'm just making it up am i like turning into a hypochondriac or am i dying and i and by the way there is no in between obviously no, and I think that the challenge is the fact that simply the numbers are skyrocketing everywhere we go. I mean, it was something like eight days ago, the U.S. crested 100,000 new cases in a day. Yeah. And now we're breaking 180,000 new cases in a day. So, you know, the the numbers are skyrocketing. So as soon as you start to feel like not 100%, you're like, uh, what the hell is this? Right. And it's, you know, earlier in the year, the game was COVID or hangover. And now right. I feel like it's turned to COVID or cold and yeah. there's going to be a lot of folks getting sick and, and yeah, maybe it's not COVID, but you know, um, hmm, paranoid. So what, so what's your plan? Are you, are you just going to wait it out or do you think you're going to do one of those drive up tests or something? 
Uh, I, I mean, in all honesty, I will probably just, if I actually start to feel bad, like that's the thing is like, I think it's mostly mental. Like I don't feel, I had a headache, but um, maybe that was because I had a couple whiskeys. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah, so I, I got to figure that part out. And then, I don't know. I, you know, well, I, I hate the it, doctor so much. Yeah. You so, know, it, it, the weird thing is, is like I have a specialist that I see like every, what is it, every three months. Yeah. But I actually don't have a regular internal medicine, regular physician. Like a family doctor. Right, or right. right. I basically, it's either urgent care or my specialist. Like, instead of just like normal checkups, I don't have like a normal checkup with like a, a regular family doctor kind of thing. It's Right, but you, you, that's because of your condition, right? That's not because that's how well, you've got I mean, it set up. I'm diabetic. So, I mean, right. I, I see an endocrinologist every three months. But, I mean, if I just had like a cold or a cough, I would just go to urgent care rather than seeing, you know, a family practice physician because I don't have one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, one, I have one. I picked one, uh, but they're completely inconveniently located. So I have done the um, the video. Teladoc? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that thing. I've done that before. And normally to you, to what you, the same thing you do. I just go to urgent care. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the same price. I mean, yeah. you walk in. I mean, the only difference is, is they don't have your your chart and your history, but for a cold or cough, it's not like really your, your history. Or like typically it? if I'm going to the, to the doctor, it's because I've hurt myself. Yeah. Right. So luckily my knee feels better knock on, knock on wood and whatnot, but, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, it, it, have you resumed running? No. So it's not quite that good. I thought about going for a run today and was like, I don't want to jump on it too soon. So, uh, you know, just icing it still using, uh, you know, just, trying to trying to not be too hard on it but it it's less swollen it doesn't hurt uh well, to touch actually, anymore it actually swelled up oh yeah yeah yeah. you could definitely tell the difference in my my knees it's a little hard to tell with the amount of color that's on my legs but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you could definitely see yeah interesting. Ooh, that was loud um yeah so the good news is i'm i'm you know back to sort of uh even just like doing you know dumbbell workouts and kettlebells and stuff at the house so which is better than that. I actually was able to place an order for some dumbbells and yeah, uh, right. some kettlebells online. Really? And I'm excited. Yeah. How, what, so what did you I get? Did, well, so I, I'd been stalking, you know, because of Instagram, all right. those sponsored posts. Did you, there was did you a, get Rogue? A company, yeah. There was a company out of Memphis, Tennessee called like Frey Fitness, and they had like dumbbells. Mm. And I was looking it up, and there was like, I was looking like just to get something sort of light. So yeah. like some 35 pound. 35 pound dumbbells. That's cool. And they were roughly like 40 something bucks a, a piece. What? That's cheap. Yeah, it's not terrible. It was like 48 bucks a piece, I think, like that. The, the and, pair of 20s I had, I think I paid 130. And then I needed a kettlebell. And so I, 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 I had everything in the cart ready to go. And I was like, oh, you know what? Let me go check out Rogue Fitness. Yeah. So I checked out Rogue. I was they're, joking. They're kind of like the, the big name when it yeah, comes yeah. to like. CrossFit and like, you know, professional gym equipment. So they had it in stock and their equipment was actually cheaper than this uh, Instagram company, Frey. Really? The hardware itself was cheaper. Shipping was more expensive. So it ended up being like with the same items in the cart, it ended up being a $40 difference, uh, $40 more expensive to go with Rogue. So you ended up with the other one. No, I ended up doing Rogue simply because I knew their customer service was awesome. Right. And I knew their shipping 
was going to be awesome in terms of how they package the the items because it's heavy. You don't want that right. stuff getting all dented up or, or busted before you get it. The dumbbells that I got were basically falling out of the box. And I got the ones like they're the rubberized hex. Right. That's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's all you need. And the, um, the kettlebell that I was able to find honestly is like some no name brand, no idea. Yeah. And the only thing at the time I could get was a 25. So I got a 53 pound kettlebell. I got mm-hmm. two 35 pound dumbbells and then I got my wife, a 18 pound kettlebell. Oh, cool. So every single one of those items is shipping in its own box. Oh, that's nice. So I have, I have four tracking numbers and I placed the order last week, and it it, sh- it shipped. Uh, I think Friday. Where are they? Where are they located? Uh, Rogue is. Oh, I can't remember. Are they like local-ish? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. They're. I think Ohio. Oh, okay. There's another one that I saw. Who knows? I I, I can't. I can't think of the name right now. It was another one of those Instagram companies, and they were doing a thing where. They basically, it was like the full home gym with the folding rack, but it was something like $4,500. And I was like, no, hard pass. Yeah. He's like, ah. And so the only thing I need now is a bench. And so then it's like, all right, well, I can pick an, I can pick up a bench on Amazon for, you know, 70 bucks. Yep. Except I was going to do the same thing. And a lot of those benches basically say that they're not rated or not useful for half the stuff that you want to do. Right. And so I'm tempted to get the rogue bench, but that's 175 bucks. So it's basically a hundred bucks more. Yeah. But it's a beefy bench. Like you could jump up on it. You can stand on it. If you want to do step ups or box jumps on top of the bench, you could do those types of things. So yeah, this other one that like a lot of those Amazon ones for 80 bucks, they tell you that like you can't even do uh, like bench press or like dumbbell press or stuff like that on it's it. It's a 600, 600 pound max weight is what they say. Right. And when you, and then when you weigh 200 pounds, that limits you to lifting no more than 400. But that's like a static lift. If you're jumping on it, you're applying more force right. than it's, whatever it's, it is. I'm probably not going to be lifting 400 pounds anytime soon. If you want the truth. Well, yeah, good luck finding 400 pounds worth of weights to buy. Yeah, steel is really but, uh, expensive. I don't know if, if we talked about this. I feel like we've talked about this at some point, but steel actually right now, steel prices are up from what I understand. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think Rogue, it has to do Rogue with is, the pandemic, to be honest. Yeah, so Rogue is in Ohio. Mm. So the, the weights, my price on just the weights minus shipping was like 220 bucks. I want to say. It's still really good compared to what I've been able to find. So, yeah. But I also... I didn't go to Rogue or anything. I just found these generic companies. And you I bought think. what you could when you, as soon as you saw it. I've yeah, been exactly. waiting. Right, so. right, right. Exactly. Because I was just like, I couldn't wait. I was going insane. Well, and that's the thing. is like I'm still working out. Uh, you know, the workouts at the gym have been outside. Yeah. You know, but as these numbers creep upwards, there's always a chance that things could close down again. And then we go back to the, the Zoom type workout. So it's nice to have my own hardware at home so i can kind of keep up yeah yeah well it makes it better i I hate going to the gym like i had a a gym membership forever but you would just show up do your thing usually you're just waiting around waiting for a machine or or a piece of equipment to be done but there was never really any sort of plan but with this gym membership you show up and they tell you what you're going to do yeah but you can look so, up a lot of that stuff now. So you can have you can do that yourself now because there's a ton of these like yeah, workouts out there. I think my willpower in that kind of sucks. 
Ah, got it. Whereas, you know, pushing yourself and, and trying to finish as fast as you can or, to, you know, to get those last few reps in. Yeah. Like, on my own, if it was up to me, I'd be like, nah, that's all right, I'm done. But in a environment when you have other people doing the exact same thing at the same time you are, for whatever reason, like, I'm much more inclined to actually do it. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily competitive. Like, I don't care if I finish last. But it's just the fact that I would push myself to finish right. knowing that other people had successfully done it. Well, I have a workout after we're done here. I'm sure everybody's thrilled with this conversation. But I, I have one after we're done here, and I guarantee there's probably two sets I won't do. Right. Just because there's no nobody telling me I have to. Right, right. Exactly. It's just one of those things where you're like, ah, you know what? I did pretty good. I'm good. I'm done. Right. And, you know, at the gym, when you're, when you're waiting on somebody to, to get off the machine, you're sitting there waiting around, and then you're like, oh, I don't need to wait, and you walk away or whatever. So yeah. with, with, with this, it's, it's nice having that structure and, and having that, that kind of motivation or the, I guess, peer pressure, maybe. Peer pressure. Yeah, I mean, for I ad, admittedly, I won't do a couple things mostly because I'm going to use my knee as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's good, right? That, sure. I mean, it's a valid one. Yeah, yeah, you know for sure. So I I don't know whatever. But to your point, yeah, I don't. I was the same way. Like when I I would go to the gym all the time, and then you get in that thing where you're just like, okay, here's my routine, and you yeah, never change it, and it's horrible. And then you don't yeah. do it. Like it's actually kind of a waste of time. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Okay. So speaking of shipping things though, so let's, we'll shift this off of the, uh, the strange con conversation. Wow. That's a hard word for me today. The odd conversation of our uh, workout habits, but, um, so shipping, you were telling me that you'd order something that didn't show up. So yeah, the, we all know that the, uh, the postmaster general of the United States postal service sucks dick. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, the, Come, the coming cuts, out hot it, with that. Yeah, yeah. It, the cuts and the, the changes that, that he's made to the U.S. Postal Service have kind of really hobbled the quality of the service. And, of course, that was an issue during the election. And so that that's what encouraged a lot of people to use the ballot drop boxes rather than putting their mail-in ballots in the mail. But I have ordered some items online that, unfortunately, started off with you know FedEx or, or UPS, but that last-mile delivery is being handled by the U S postal service. So yeah. a couple of weeks ago I found some funny shirts and I sent them uh, to you, Ryan. And it's yeah. basically, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the dudes that sing Mbop. Yeah. The Hansons. Is, no. What the fuck are their names? Aren't they the Hansons? The Hansons. That's yeah. What yeah it okay. Is. So it's a picture of the, the Hanson trio, except it's labeled Nirvana, which is, Friggin' brilliant. Right, so it's, it's three dudes with long hair, but it's not Nirvana, it's Hanson. But anyway, so the, the shirt was on my Teespring or something like that, so I ordered two of them, one for Ryan, one for me. And when I ordered it, it said, you know, uh, estimated uh, date of, of uh, arrival would be November 6th, which is a while ago. <laughs> and uh, right. so I, I checked the tracking, and it, and it says, because it, it's a U.S., uh, or it was UPS, and it said, you know, uh, package has been handed off to Mail Innovation. U.S. Uh, UPS is not responsible for any delays. So at that point, what the hell is the Mail track, Innovation? It's a third party that uses the U.S. Postal Service. God, like man. it's it's just a, a name. 
okay. So anyway, so then it, it gets now it has a U.S. Postal Service tracking number, and when I look that tracking number up, the the shirt now is somewhere a couple hundred miles away. That makes sense. Still, yeah. I had something recently that was that same thing where it was a handoff to the USPS, and except in my case, it just kept getting delayed, and then it showed up, but it the tracking number still said it was not going to be here. Yeah. Yeah, like, so November November 6th was the original shipping date. That's nine days ago. Right. And realistically, we probably won't see it until maybe end of this week. Which is so I would think. freaking weird. I, uh, yeah. I've noticed that a lot that now, or recently, if something does, does go to the USPS, the number of delays that happen are... are pretty high way more yeah, yeah, yeah. i did and get then, a package on friday though that was uh ups and it had that rad thing where you could stalk the guy oh yeah, yeah. where you can see him on the map and I, he i actually missed him um he didn't want to leave the package on my doorstep because he was just nervous about it and i said no problem but i ended up hunting him down and finding him and getting oh, no my way. buck yeah it's pretty cool so the other package that i ordered was a pair i ordered some socks from stance Okay. Are they custom and socks? They're just uh, for the holidays. So it's, oh, it's yeah. Christmas patterns and stuff. Just some bold, obnoxious stuff. So sure. I, I ordered them from Stance, and uh, it shipped, and it was shipped USPS from Utah to Southern California, and it was supposed to arrive like on a Wednesday. And so Wednesday, I'm you know stocking the front porch or the mailbox. <laughs> right. Because it's postal service. So it's socks. Those will fit in the mailbox. Never showed. And the the Stance website says, you know, if you didn't get your package, wait three days and then let us know. Right. So they were supposed to arrive on a Wednesday. It said it was delivered. Didn't see him anywhere. Well, maybe and, they got delivered to your neighbor. But my mailbox has my address number on it. Right. That doesn't mean anything. And I get mail for the wrong people. My mailman delivers to my house every damn day. He knows. I still get the same thing, but I still get mail for the wrong freaking people all the time. So I, I waited till the following Monday. So if it was at a neighbor's house, they would have brought it by on that yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right, right, right. Um, and so I, I sent a, a message to Stance, and because of their, uh, I guess, demand or because of COVID or whatever, you can actually text customer service. Really? That's pretty which cool. Which is kind of cool. I actually like that a lot more companies now have chat, so I don't actually have to be on hold or call a dumbass number or wait for an email. I like the chat aspect. I used it today with DoorDash to get my money back. Nice. So I, I texted uh, Stance, and then they said, you know, we're busy. We'll get back to you. It might be a couple hours. And then I get a text, you know, two, three hours later, and I explain the situation. They're like, all right. So they gave me a promo code, which was basically for three pairs of socks because that was my what? order. That's cool. So yeah, so the promo code, I, I was able to reorder the complete order without having to pay again, and this time, I got it. It shipped again. U.S. So the original service. order is still missing. No, they showed up. Oh, so now you have doubles. I have double the order. Awesome. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what the thing is. Like I. I is the U.S. Postal Service just saying it was delivered and then it's not, and then it just kind of lingers? But yeah, that's like I don't know. Two... That's super weird because, like I was saying, like I've had stuff that has just never, like according to their tracking number, has never showed up, but it has showed up, and I've had stuff that according to their tracking number has showed up has never showed up. Yeah, it's just like it's almost to the point now where it's like if I know it's going to be shipped via the Postal Service, I kind of hesitate. Right. No, totally, I agree. 
I um actually I was a little worried. So um, not this past wait this past weekend, not this weekend, last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Okay, Whew, sorry, got to get this. Your right. adventure weekend? Well, yeah, but let me real quick. Yeah. Still related to shipping. So two weeks ago, I ordered. So there's this company in New York that makes um they make kind of like bicycle uh, like jerseys and kits and stuff. They're called God and Plenty, and they make these um, like shorts. They're like regular shorts, but a little stretchy, and they're sort of like you know they're stretchy. You can ride them on a on a bicycle. They're a little hipster, sort of like uh, I don't know, single like speed or fixy. Kind of thing? No, they're kind of like fixy crowd sort of deal. But their shorts are freaking awesome, dude. I love them. So ordered a couple pairs of those, um, and I, dude, seriously, if you need a new pair of shorts, go to God and Plenty and order and support these kids from New York. It's freaking awesome. Uh, but they, so they've got these commuter shorts. I had ordered two pairs, and it was a thing where <laughs> I get the tracking number. I'm like, oh man, it's freaking USPS. I'm never gonna see these things. And I was actually a little stressed, and they delivered them while we were gone. But they put them in my mailbox, so that was good. I mean, I, they were there when I got back, but you know, I was a little stressed about it. But yeah, two weeks ago or two weekends ago, not this weekend, last weekend was my adventure weekend. We um, we drove on Friday. Uh, we're actually ended up doing the um, uh, Borough Schmidt mine. There's a so or a tunnel. So if you go out off the 14, there's this guy in like 1900 starts digging this tunnel through a mountain for no apparent reason. Um I guess the, the, the idea was that, you know, he had a mining claim and he was, I guess, eventually going to mine it. But in his regular time, he would work on other people's mines in the off time or his off season or whatever, he would dig this tunnel. And so there's this tunnel that's, I don't actually know the exact length of it, but it goes really far down it, through this mountain and then hangs a right and just comes out on this thing overlooking like near death Valley area, kind of, um, super, super cool. So we, we did that. And then, um, Went up to Bishop, or did some exploring out there. Went up to Bishop and spent the weekend in Bishop. Uh, went to the ancient bristlecone pine forest. We saw the oldest trees in the world. They're how like old are they? Just over 4,000 trees. Oldest living trees. But how old is it? 4,000. Oh. Apparently. Yeah, do they look old? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, like... I mean, is it just really massive because it's so many rings on the well, truck? So or some is of, it just... No, some of them are like... It's interesting because they're not, like, huge, but they are... Right. They're these bristlecone pines. So some of them are... I mean, they're big, but they're not like a redwood where they're super, super, super yeah. tall. Um, and they live... Like, so we were at 11,500 feet range, like, something like that. Oh, wow. 19 degrees, freezing friggin' cold. Um, but they live in the, these super harsh environments. So there's realistically, like, as you're kind of walking through where they are, there's trees and lichen and that's about it. Um, they don't, so they're not competing for resources. They're, you know, they're in a pretty interesting spot where they, they can grow and, and thrive and, and last a really long time. The grow season's really short, which I guess makes them, uh, really dense and the, um, the resin they're super resinous which helps with like insects and stuff like that so they're it's pretty cool it's really interesting to read about them and kind of walk around unfortunately so is it is it a state park like when you get there or is it's it the, Indio, in, the Indio national forest so from uh from bishop you basically kind of go east so you have to go down and around and then go east and then you do and we did about i don't know i mean we did a full day of off-roading to to go check the stuff out get there. and cruised around yeah and then we um at one point uh, we were going out to, there's two groves. I think it was the Sherman Grove we were going to, which is the first one. And there's one called the Patriarch Grove. 
which is the the higher one, and uh, come around a corner and there's this dude in his Jeep, uh, Jeep Cherokee, I believe it was, Jeep Grand Cherokee, and uh, he had just driven right off the, the road. Totally stuck. I guess somebody had tried to pull him out and uh, couldn't get him out. So I flipped the the forerunner around and did my good deed for the day. Pulled him out with nearly no effort. And he was buried to the frame. What? I wonder what the other person struggled with. I mean, if you had no problem pulling him out. I think that he said the other person was a two-wheel drive something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But I, I mean, just put in four low and barely touched the gas and it yanked him right out. It was great. Did you do you have your own toe straps with you or so funny? I normally bring all of my recovery gear. I had nothing with me. Luckily, he had a toe strap, so we used that. And we just—it wasn't really like a snatch strap. It was just a. Uh, I mean, really, it was kind of sketchy when when I look back on it. But it was just a regular strap. So we just yeah. tensioned it, and then he he gave me a little bit of reverse. So I just you know we weren't yeah. too bad. But yeah, it was cool. How long was he stuck there for? Um. He must have been there for the amount of digging and, and stuff he had done. He had it looked like he had to have been there for at least an hour, forty five minutes. Vul- vultures were circling. <laughs> yeah, basically. If they if it had been warm enough, they would have been. Well, um, when you're out in the middle of nowhere, how often are you coming across other people? Like, I mean, they, you came across this guy, but I mean, are you by yourself for the most part? No, there was a well. There there were a, a decent number of people i mean it was freezing cold so less people than there would be in the summer but there was a decent number of people um like a hundred people you saw 50 no people? i would say we probably saw 40 cars maybe yeah, okay yeah, over the course and then we went off on a couple side trails where we didn't i mean there was nobody out there and that was super cool uh but the where yeah. did you end up burying the body <laughs> i can't tell you that Although everybody, so, apparently they were afraid that she wasn't coming home when she's home. So she's, she's safe. Did she, did she have to check in? Was she texting like her family to make sure? No, they, I think some of her friends wanted to know, but, uh, she was like, I told her, I was like, I don't even know if we're going to have cell reception. So, but it was cool. I, have, she didn't know where we were going your, until that morning. You have your Garmin tracking thing, right? Yeah. But you have to give the link to people. Which you could have done if you really wanted oh, to, yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, um, you weren't that far out in the middle of nowhere. How no. was uh, car camping? We didn't. We we stayed in the hotel in Bishop. Oh, you did. Okay. It was way too I, cold. And I, I, you know, I'm not gonna throw somebody into the deep end, right? I, I would have done it, but yeah, yeah, it's not not the nice thing to do. So, we, um, so this is freaking funny though. So Friday. Because we, so I, I had no plans to actually go to the Burrow Schmidt tunnel that day, but we passed the sign. I was like, screw it. Let's make a side trip. So that took, you know, a little bit longer to get to Bishop, but we get to, we get to Bishop and, um, <clears throat> decide to walk. There's this place called, I think it's shots bakery. So there's a German bakery. We walked over there, checked it out, walked over to, there's a brewery and got a beer. And unfortunately it's freezing. And the brewery is like, you can eat at one of the seven tables in our parking lot as it was super right. super freaking weird um on the way to the brewery we stopped and you know those like stores with the cowboy shirts and all that crap yeah um a general merch mercantile or whatever anyways we st- stopped in this little store and we're talking to the guy and and uh, he was saying yeah the brewery's okay but he goes you honestly you want to know the best restaurant in town and i was like absolutely i do sir that's why i asked you want to guess where he told us to eat the strip club? No. Oh God! Only slightly better, or slightly classier. The bowling alley. <laughs> did you go? Oh hell yeah, we did. So we went. So we went to the brewery, and it wasn't like the the food. The menu looked fine, but it was too cold to be. Yeah, it was outside. just too cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
we went went back. The the bowling alley happened to be behind our hotel. Oh no way! Yeah, so we ate at the bowling alley uh, both nights actually, and it was pretty decent. So we last time we were talking about the the need to eat indoors. So how was it eating inside a bowling alley? Were they, you at the lane eating or no? They 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 have a restaurant in the bowling alley. They're spread apart. It felt it was okay, right? Like it wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't gonna cry or freak out but it was better than i thought it would be they, they actually had people bowling they had these huge plastic dividers in between the bowlers it was freaking funny <laughs> like and not like not like a um not like a shower curtain like i'm talking like, like rigid rigid acrylic. acrylic and like pretty decent oh man it was freaking funny so that was all you know all partitioned off and then um they were yeah serving drinks you know we had it was my uh I got to have a cheat weekend, so I had a bunch of beers, and it was fun. So did you get the uh, surf and turf at the uh, bowling alley? No, the first night I actually got prime rib. So how did you get up to Bishop? Is that just something you take at the five and then just go? No, you got the 14 to the one, the something. Uh, So yeah, like 395. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So 5, 14, 395. Okay. And then that goes all the way. It just goes straight to Bishop. And then we went yeah, to, we also went to Convict Lake. Um, and that was the, all the mountain, like there's a mountain that surrounds that or mountains, whatever. Those are all covered in snow. It snowed. Yeah, I'm looking at Bishop and I've, I've never been, but it's basically San Jose, as far north as San Jose, but just inland. So straight across, straight east from San Jose is Bishop. Yeah. And it's, it's far enough east that you're almost at the Nevada border. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're in the Sierras. Oh yeah, it's in the Sierras. So Inyo National Forest is part of the Sierras. Um, the and then on on the way back, we went to um, Lake Isabella. So we went back 14 and then went up the road that cuts to Lake Isabella, and it was dumping snow. Like it started snowing on the 14, and then it dumped on the way to Lake Isabella, and then it was sunny and warm after warmish after that. Nice. How did your uh, modified suspension? Handle everything. Oh, dude, so good. Yeah, it it was so good. There was a couple times we were doing like fifty five down some of these roads, and it was it's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, very happy. I think I'm gonna need to do the upper control arms in the front just to get the the full droop out of it. But I was a happy camper for sure. Awesome. Did you add any more uh, wear marks from branches and and scrub brush or anything or? Um. No, you know, honestly not. Uh, there were the the road's pretty wide and it's pretty groomed to get up to the spot. Um, it was cool. It's funny that we stopped at this overlook. So there's a spot where you can actually look out on your way, you know, out to the the thing, and it's yeah. the paved part of it. And you uh, you stop at this spot and you can actually see it's rad. You can see the um like, like just behind the next mountain is Death Valley. So oh, like crazy. you can see, kind of tell where you are once yeah, you sort yeah, of understand yeah. that. But we were, uh, I was hanging out and um, <laughs> some guy, his wife was, oh, you know, look at his, his suspension. And the guy goes, whatever, like you don't need that crap. And I was like, <laughs> and then I, and then he like the second he saw me, I think he didn't realize I was standing right there. He's like, uh, uh, and just like shut up. You look like a fucking doof. Yeah, yeah, I don't need it. I just wanted it. <laughs> well, not only that, but like he's like, whatever. My stock suspension's just as good. And I walked out, and he's driving a freaking Tacoma, dude. Oh, calm yeah. down, calm down. Yeah. So many G people too. So many Wranglers. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of fits. That's that's the crowd. Yeah. Is your um, are those sirens in your house or mine? It must be your house. I don't hear anything, but I got uh, headphones on. Yeah, so. it must be mine. I can I barely hear, hear it, but I don't know. So, anyways, it was really fun, and uh, I am looking forward to the next trip. So, before we got on to do this, I sent you a link that just made me crack up laughing. Oh, dude, it's freaking ridiculous. The New York City busted a 200-person unlicensed fight club. <laughs> I still don't understand. But. And so I'm reading this article. So it was a fight club in New York City with over 200 people broken up by authorities. But when you read the article, it seems like the biggest crime was that the 200 people weren't socially distanced or wearing masks. So they don't care that they're fighting. That part's okay. So here, here's, the, here's the line. Attendees of Rumble in the Bronx were discovered drinking, smoking, and fighting but not socially distancing at the event, according to NBC New York. It's a fight. How do you social distance? Yeah. And then it says, patrons were also observed drinking alcohol, smoking, hookah, and not wearing face coverings while failing to social distance, the sheriff's office said in a statement. So it's like, yeah, yeah, they were smoking, they were fighting, they were doing drugs, but dude, they weren't wearing masks and social distancing. (laughs) And I was like, what? I feel like if you're at a fight club or you're the kind of person that's gonna go to a fight club the social distancing thing is not your con- like and the mask probably not your concern but it's just it's funny because of the fact that it's just the way the article and the way the sheriff's department is talking about it they kept bringing up the point that they weren't socially distanced and they weren't wearing masks and i i get it yeah it's a, it could be like a super spreader event but the fact that this is underground fighting with drugs and alcohol it's all unlicensed i kind of want to i think they should get a webcam i would like to see it yeah the best part is is like the there's a ceo of this organization the rumble in the bronx wait so this is like an or so it's an organized thing apparently well if there's a ceo there's some structure to it wow but uh the best part was is the guy that, that runs this, his organization has an active social media presence and as of Saturday was promoting a mask-free event in Orlando this December. So they keep getting hung up on the fact that the guy's anti-mask. Right. Not Never the mind, fact that there's a fight club the, and they're drinking and smoking. and Yeah, all the, all the, the other club. laws they're breaking are one thing, but <laughs> the fact that they're not wearing a mask or socially distancing just seems so strange. Like, that's what they're hung up on. I mean, they... they they seized loaded weapons. I mean, there was all sorts of like yeah. The picture, the picture, the, the lead picture of the article or whatever the the I don't know the yeah. thumbnail of what you sent me is a freaking gun. Yeah. So it's very but confusing. So okay. So then my question is, is it actually dual club? Is that why they have guns? And if it's not, how are they fired? Are they using like lances? Do they have some type of well, like? Yeah, if, if they were in a socially distance, I think they would have to change the rule. Yeah, rule how do you socially fight distance fight? Wear a mask. <laughs> and then rule number two is don't tell anybody you're in Fight Club or don't talk about Fight Club. But yeah, I mean, how, do you, how do you fight and stay socially distanced? Like, I mean, that whole thing is just... You literally don't. Like, that makes no sense. I think you go, like, uh, American Gladiator style and you do jousting or something with the pugil sticks. That would be rad. Those are the big cotton 
ball or cotton yeah, cotton swab huge, looking things. Yeah, Q-tips that you're beating each other with. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Q-tips. Sorry, cotton swabs. What an idiot. Um, yeah, I'm actually personally, I would like to see them bring back like the medieval times games, medieval Fight Club. Oh, horseback jousting and. Or no, you don't even need a horseback. Maybe just get like uh, mobility scooters. Oh, segways. Yeah. Segway jousting. We did. Uh, I mean, allegedly, we used carpet roll. You know those giant thick um, tubes. Tube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Use those and Cushman carts. I've done something similar with a pallet jack. Oh yeah. Okay. And a cardboard tube. Yeah. See, there's yeah. A, there's other ways to do this. Yeah, but I I, I think the whole thing was just it maybe you laugh not so much at the it was a illegal fight club but the shock and disappointment that they just weren't wearing masks i just it's just yeah i mean <laughs> I, I, i'm still having issues not issues but like i'm having a tough time wrapping my head around how as a journal i mean i don't know if the new york times is journalism anymore but or any of them are for that matter but like how do you not focus on on the other parts of it to your point right like that's not the only thing that happened. Yeah, I think maybe because the other parts are so expected, but somehow the lack of masks and social distancing was the unexpected part. I, I don't know. Do we know how to find this this uh, rumble in the Bronx on the uh, the social medias? I don't know. We might have to look it up. Oh, man, that could be interesting. Maybe there's a local event. I typed in rumble in the Bronx and then Google auto completed rumble in the Bronx fight club. So this shit ain't secret. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, there's a lot of things I'm willing to do, but participate in a fight club is probably not on that list. They have an Instagram with 55,000 followers. 55,000? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, but now I clicked on it and it says that the channel or the, uh, the page is no longer available. So maybe uh, they, somehow... got, they got in trouble. Yeah. Huh. As if the 55,000 followers wasn't enough. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to run a secret organization when you're so blatant about it. And the, <laughs> When the, there's the CEO and you have a social media page? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't sound very secret to me, but that's pretty funny. I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm laughing, right? So they've something good came out of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of crazy. So did you, um, you went to Cars and Coffee yesterday, did you not? So that's still going? Yeah, that's still going. Uh, How's that? We went, it's it's fine. I mean, my son and I, I mean, we, we walk around with our masks on, even though it's outdoors. Just, yeah. Just well, because. there's usually a lot of people anyways. There are, but I mean, you're not usually walking with them. You're walking past people. So, I mean, the, the actual one-on-one interaction is pretty low. But yeah. because of the fact that there's still... You know, six, seven hundred cars in attendance, and all the people associated with that. Well, I saw Crystal Cove is back up and running. What was it? Uh, Crystal Cove is up again. They're doing um, I've seen a that. thing there. Yeah. So my my buddy Tom went this weekend. Uh, I didn't think they were still doing anything there, but I'm thinking maybe next Saturday it's uh get the monster out and and take her since uh, her take the bike. Hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. I need to take the monster out since it's uh. Yeah, be all right. It's a new toy. You got to show it off. Yeah, and it's not like a standard one, so maybe maybe somebody will know. How much does this Ducati make? Is it like a decent volume production? Oh yeah, it's a normal. 
it's not like it's a special product or production number bike, but because of the body swap and the gold wheels, it's it's different. Yeah, but it's not like Ducati makes like fifty thousand bikes a year, you know. So it's like oh yeah, I don't know how many they make total. It's be interesting to see, but yeah. I figure with anything Italian, it's kind of small scale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, they're owned by um, uh, they're owned by the Volkswagen Group. Yes. Which is it's yeah. fine, I guess. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but I, mm-hmm. I mean, I took it out today, so you know, I've got, you know, kind of that's what I've been doing. So I, I went and uh, rode today. Went down to uh, like Santiago Canyon and just kind of local stuff. Went out Majesca. Oh, yeah, you're out my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just uh, I wanted to check and see if the gate's still open uh, for for uh, what is that? Maple Springs, Ma- Maple Springs, Warm Springs, whatever the hell that's called, out of the divide. So I want to see if that gate was still open. It's all open. I was actually um, not a lot of burn back there. I was uh, sort of no, surprised. Once you get down closer to me, it didn't go that far back. It was more over like uh, Foothill Ranch, uh, Whiting Ranch, like up in right. the mountain biking trails and stuff got torched. Yeah, so that was kind of cool to see that it wasn't as bad as I thought. And then, uh, like I said, went out Majesca, the um, Wildlife Preserve or whatever that thing is called is still closed, yeah. which is fine. Um, there, there were these two people there. So I stopped to, to take a couple photos and the... Um, this lady and her husband, I guess, every time I like crouch down to take a photo, they walk right behind it and stand there. And, and they look, they would just look at me and I was like, Hey, would you, you know, mind moving? And she goes, why? I was like, well, um, because you're standing in the back of my photo. And she's like, I don't care. I can stand wherever I want. I said, yep, you are a lovely human. And then they were yeah. all pissed off that the place was closed. I was like, well, why are, you, why are you mad that it's closed? That's what I can't figure out. Like, it's a... Well, there's no reason... But there's they don't have to be open. She sounds like a Karen. Oh, dude, for sure. She was a very reminiscent of... And this is mean, and I shouldn't say things like this, but she reminded me of a troll. Oh. So that was cool. Like the troll doll? No, like a uh, the kind that lives under a bridge. Oh. She just was shitty just human. mean yeah for no real reason yeah. and it was just funny like she she's looking at the sign and i could hear her i had my helmet and my earplugs but i could still hear her and she's like this is, bu- <laughs> That's not this a good is sign. no it's bad really bad sign especially she was across the street and that you know that canyon is not very wide but still right right she's like this is bullshit and then her husband's like i don't get it I'm like um staffing problems pandemic i mean there's there's several reasons why a nature preserve wouldn't be open to for you to visit right now yeah exactly that's good times yeah so i think that's i i think because of all this you know covid pandemic restrictions and stuff like we're starting to see things kind of change like toilet paper is now going back to being in short supply i haven't noticed Uh, that yet to be honest with you we went to Target last night and the toilet paper aisle, both sides of the aisle, like the toilet paper and paper towels in, in Target was completely wiped. Really? Nothing was on the shelves. Yeah. Hmm. I actually really need to uh, go grocery shopping and I'm uh, not into it. I might just Instacart it. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're debating the cold or COVID thing, you should Instacart it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I mean, you know, like the bike is one thing to go out and buy myself. It's not, yeah, yeah, you know, not, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I don't know. Well, and that's why I'll probably wait. It won't, probably won't be next week unless I feel. I mean, if I don't feel bad at all, 
I don't know, dude. I don't know what the freaking rules are anymore. And I don't want to, like, cause anybody an issue. Right, right. So, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. But I I, I do want to keep putting miles on the monster. It was it was good. Today's ride basically soaked up. But it, the low fuel light's on, so it needs fuel again. So How big is the tank? Small. I don't A couple gallons. Oh, they're all small. Well, yeah, but I, I think it's like a couple gallons. I get about, I think I can get, like, one... 20 or 130 out of it 100 miles oh that's small oh okay. yeah it's really small in fact i'm gonna oh god i'm gonna look it up now that we're because i want to <laughs> so know. i i think the one thing that's interesting is you know you, we have this pandemic kind of raging out of control we have shortages coming back with toilet paper and paper towels oh i lied to you it's 4.359 gallons i just got weirdly right. specific so you're averaging like basically like 30 miles a gallon like how many? Thirty. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, pro- it's probably slightly better than that, just based on the yeah. fact it's still in break-in. So I, I need to get six hundred miles on it, quick style. So I, I think with this whole pandemic thing, it, it explains why I've been seeing people actually decorating for Christmas already. Like walking around the neighborhood, there's several houses that have their Christmas tree up, and a couple of houses have already got their Christmas lights up. And I think I, at first I'm like, is this the whole Christmas creep kind of thing? But I think it's just people are sick of this pandemic bullshit and just want to have some sense of joy or cheer. And they're getting in the Christmas spit a little early. But why can't they decorate for Thanksgiving first? Why? So here, regardless what do of you the put up for Thanksgiving, a turkey, uh, maybe a cornucopia. I no, mean, you do the hand. Ow. I just slammed my elbow. The hand turkey. Yeah, I just I deserved that. Apparently, I just slammed my elbow on the side of the console. Um, yeah, like I make hand turkeys and uh, it's literally I don't know what else. Oh, remember those things where you take the construction paper and make rings? Oh yeah, like yeah, a yeah. garland that's thing. Count, that's counting down to Christmas. No, you make the garlands and you hang them up so that like could do that. just do yeah, those was... in turkey colors, fall colors. <laughs> yes, but I think that's. It's also one of the things that I noticed with, with Halloween, how it's Halloween's becoming more and more of a outdoor lighting and decor holiday. Yeah, oh, for sure. The last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of, we drove around, I took my niece and nephew, we drove around and looked at all these places that were like, I mean, some of them are sick. They're really well done. Right. But I mean, they've got like basically like the equivalent of Christmas decor, but for Halloween. So the Halloween inflatables, right. the Halloween lights. Those giant skeletons that are bigger than people's houses that the eyes blink on and are super creepy. Right. So I, I think, you know, Thanksgiving kind of lacks that inflatable thing on the front lawn or the... I swear to you, I'm going to find an inflatable turkey. <laughs> A turkey lawn ornament and put it somewhere. My mom's lawn, maybe. Since I don't have a lawn. Yeah, because, I mean, even when you walk into, like, the stores, like, it basically goes from halloween directly into christmas like there isn't like a huge display of thanksgiving stuff because it's usually just like in the grocery section you know you have your turkeys and you have like your green beans and your mashed potatoes and all of the the side dishes that go along with it but it's not really a major shopping holiday i guess i mean black friday sort of is but i saw a thanksgiving for, for christmas i saw a turkey shaped butter yes I have seen that in previous years. I took a picture with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not very big, right? It's like the size of your hand, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might need one. 
and just hang on to it and don't eat it until Thanksgiving or until Thanksgiving. I keep mixing up Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm just going to keep it in perpetuity. There you go. It's just. But I think the thing. thing that's interesting was with the with the Christmas season kind of already kicking off. Like in Southern California, there's a uh, a radio station that plays nothing but Christmas music. What radio station? And Coast, I think it is one hundred three point five FM. Okay. And so, in years past, it started kind of like December first. Then it moved up to Thanksgiving Day. Then it moved up to the week of Thanksgiving. Now they've already been playing Christmas music. I think for at least a week or so already. I heard, I heard Christmas music somewhere basically the day after Halloween. Right. So from now till Christmas, it's nothing but nonstop Christmas music on this radio station. I just want everybody to know that every time you play Christmas music before Thanksgiving, Santa kills an elf. So just think about that. What's your go-to Christmas jam? I don't have one. I don't, not a huge Christmas music fan, which I know is not going to be a popular opinion, but I'm just not a fan. There's not a bunch of really good Christmas songs. And I'm sure that like whatever my go-to Christmas jam at this point has been proven that to be like a horrible song for, you know, millions of reasons and you should stop listening to it. I, I, I do like Feliz Navidad just because it's got a little bit of Spanish to it it's a little more interesting what do you mean a little bit of spanish it is by virtue a spanish song isn't it yes yeah i, I think there's a couple of lines in english i don't, but, um, I, don't I don't know i couldn't i don't remember I, I like that one and then uh the killers for the longest time would do a a, a new christmas song every year and it's like a they would sell it as like a charity fundraiser but there's one uh, that i like it's a uh, joel the christmas cole and it's a it's a pretty good ditty. <laughs> Do you remember that Save Ferris Christmas song? Vaguely. So <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was Save Ferris, but there was when I got off the plane in Santiago, Chile. It's the first song that came on. The Christmas the rapping. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yeah. But of all places to hear that song, Santiago, Chile airport. Yeah, it is kind of strange. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get that, but the. Yeah, I'm not, I've just never like, never really gotten into Christmas like Christmas music or Christmas carols or I find, I find them to be terrible mostly. I think the problem is is with Christmas music. It seems like there's really only like about thirty songs that have each been covered like three thousand times. Right. So even if it's a different performer, it's still the same song. There's that like Mariah Carey song everybody likes. That yeah, apparently, all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, apparently, like every year, sales spike, and then they. Yeah, go she makes back a ton zero. of money off of it. Apparently. Yeah, I mean that's hey, good for her. I I don't is that what it's called? All I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. Or are you just telling me that? Because I no no I'm cool either way. No. Yeah yeah, yeah. that's all <laughs> I want you. But uh. Oh man, the look so of disappointment. You're not a face. fan of the, the Christmas music early or the Christmas uh-huh. decor, but have you started your Christmas shopping? No. So we do, we do, I don't know. This year's going to be weird. So normally we would go to my stepdad's on Christmas Eve. That's canceled. So there's no, we do it like a gift exchange and it's kind of fun. So everybody brings something and I think it's like a $50 limit. And usually, white elephant? No, it's like stuff you, well, usually it's a lot of stuff you would want, but there is a couple things in there where you're just like, what the fuck is this? But um, (laughs) there are like, usually I'll bring a decent bottle of like, 
booze or something yeah. like that. So the way it works is you draw numbers and you go in the, that number order. And like if I'm first, I open whatever. I pick right. something, I open it, and then um, you're, it's allowed to be stolen twice. Right, and then the third owner gets to keep it. Yeah, exactly. So Our sometimes the same same kind of game. Oh, okay. And sometimes there's strategy involved, where like you sort of, I mean, it's it's collusion for sure, where you're you know teamed up and you're like, hey, listen, I really want this thing. If you steal it one more time, right? Yeah. So sometimes that happens, but not not too often. You end up with something halfway decent, and that's always fun. Yeah. And then we don't do. We say this every year. We don't do adult presents, and then my mom buys people stuff, so it's uh. And people buy everybody else stuff, and it's kind of a silly thing to say that we're not going to do it because I, you tell me no, and I, I, I stand by it. Yeah, I know it's weird because like I always like to do um, little silly gifts for like my coworkers and stuff. Yeah. And so the last couple of years, I'd go to Trader Joe's and they have a chocolate advent calendar, and it's like a buck for this for this calendar, and it's right. got you know twenty five pieces of chocolate, one for every day of December. And so I would buy 40 of them, you know, and, and hand them out in the office. But of right. course, but we'll no see, office. are you going to drive them <laughs> around everybody's house this year? I don't know. I feel odd asking my coworkers where they live. To and stop I'm sure, by. I'm sure they feel odd about it as well. Right. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. is kind of a weird thing. It's like, you know, your coworkers, but like some of them, I would, I guess I would have no problem, you know, having them come over to my house, but other ones yeah. are like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting the difference between someone at work that's strictly a coworker and someone at work that then becomes like a friend or something. Not like even a actually... friend, like something somebody. Okay, so it's not a friend, but they're not just a coworker. Like you, you would see them in social situations, and then okay. there's the ones that become friends that are now the coworker part is secondary to the friendship. Does that do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah, those yeah. people you would have over to your house, or you would go to a do dad or do a podcast with them right so right. there is that kind of, i think there's sort of like three levels sort of and it, it is interesting yeah. how those relationships end up and sort of like dynamically how they i don't know evolve i suppose because it's slightly different than normal real yeah. life relationships i guess in a way yeah because if you think about it like there's coworkers that you would totally go out to lunch with right and those are the ones that i would probably you know they would know my address they could come over like that's the type of person but the coworker that you just say hi to in the hallway, it's like, yeah, no, I, I don't want to know where you live and you don't <laughs> get to know where I live kind of thing. Right. Yeah. The people that you're talking to because they work with you, not right. because you enjoy talking to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah. So anyways, back to the Christmas shopping thing. No, I, I, I got to figure out what all the kids are going to get because that's, they're the only people that get anything really. Yeah. I think the way we're doing it is, is like all the gifts that we would have, purchased and given to somebody in person is just getting ordered online and shipped to their house directly from target or oh, from, yeah, there you, go. you know, from the retailer. Yeah. Well, it makes it easier it that way. Yeah. It's not a bad way to do it. And then you don't have to worry about it. And you know, I don't even know, yeah. I have no idea what we're doing. If my family's doing anything for Christmas, I mean, supposedly we were going to have a, small thanksgiving thing but I, who knows if that's even happening at this point well I, yeah I the way on. everything is going and the way kind of the, the numbers are going nuts it's just it's kind of almost too risky to even try to get together like we already plan on just doing thanksgiving here at, at our house just by yeah. ourselves so like we bought a um a turkey breast because for three people that's plenty of, of right. turkey right 
I'm not, you know what? I, I like turkey, but I'll tell you right now, I love stuffing and gravy more. And none of that stuffing with the garbage in it. Just like stovetop stuffing, I swear. Stovetop stuffing and turkey gravy, and I'm, I'm a happy camper. I like the leftovers because we, we make a, like a green bean casserole. Yeah. So usually like the kind with the making, almonds on top. The, the recipe we got actually came from Trader Joe's and it's like, um, it uses a, a Swiss, uh, Gier cheese. Whoa. And it's just really, really good. But anyways, that sounds really good in a sandwich. It's phenomenal. Wait, you put the green beans in the sandwich. Well, for when you have leftovers, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. Done with Thanksgiving dinner, the following day, and you've got all that's left over turkey, you make yourself a sandwich, and you add a layer of green bean oh. casserole to it. Oh, Dude, so that, good. That sounds epic. It's so good. Oh, that sounds really, really good. Yeah, I would be 100% into that. Um, yeah. Damn. You got to send yeah, me the recipe. last couple of years, we usually, like, we would go up to uh, Big Bear and uh, just, you know, rent somebody's cabin for the, for the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, but... Uh, not doing that <laughs> this year either. I mean, I so guess it, well, you could, right? But so my my brother-in-law was looking at cabins in Big Bear for New Year, I believe. And he was telling me, like, they're like $1,100 a night. That's the problem this year is because of... Everybody's going? Yes. Because of the proximity of, of Big Bear to Southern California, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like a, an easy, you know, one or two hour drive to get up there, the prices have been insane. Yeah. So, like... uh Two years ago, we stayed at a cabin. It was like 90 bucks a night. Mm. Last year, it, it crept up a little bit, and it was something like 150 a night or something like that. Not bad at all. And then now, it's like you can't get anything for under like four or 500 bucks a night. And it's probably not even a nice place for that price. Necessary. No, there's not re- no yeah. It's, it's a older vintage cabin that you wouldn't pay 500 bucks for it. Right, right. Like $90 is fine, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Anything yeah, yeah. over like 120 is ridiculous kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I'm not spending a thousand bucks to eat turkey sandwiches in somebody else's house. Dude, I would never spend a thousand dollars for one night anywhere. I don't think. Well, I mean, we wouldn't do one night. That's the thing. It's like you'd go up, you know, maybe three days, two nights kind of thing. And so no, 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 right. But I'm just saying like, I, so Aaron was telling me it was a thousand bucks a night. And so I'm now just thinking like, is there a place I would ever spend a thousand dollars for one night? And I no. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I can't imagine. I, like, I'm, I'm legit thinking. Like, I'm trying to rack my brain. Okay. I, I, I will say there's one place, but there's a stipulation. Okay. Uh, I would I would pay $1,000 to stay in Antarctica for a night. Yeah. But that's... I'd have to be allowed to bring a pocket bike. Because <laughs> part, of, well, part of my goal is to ride all seven continents. There you go. So... I mean, that's the only way I would do it. Yeah, I can't imagine. Because I know, like, in Vegas, they have some of those crazier suites, and they're at least a 1000 if not more, per night. And it's like, but why? Do people pay, like, $30,000 a night for some of those rooms? And I and they're, like, a whole apartment. But yeah, why? I guess if it's a business expense, you can write it off. But again, yeah, otherwise, you just, but why? Yeah, I don't know. We, um... When I was planning the trip to Bishop, I originally wanted to do an Airbnb, and um, there's a couple of them, right? So I looked on Airbnb, and what actually made me upset and frustrated was that the cleaning fees were just as much. So it doubled the price of the place, and you're looking at these places, and you're like, I'm not going to pay you that much, right? And now that I know that the best place in Bishop to eat is the bowling alley, 
there's no <laughs> there's no point, right? So I don't know. Yeah, you want to be close to the bowling alley. Yeah, I mean that's that's the place to be, and the it's like the bowling alley, the bakery, everything is right there. I mean, Bishop's a whopping like three blocks. So what was the hotel? Was it like just a Motel Six kind of thing? No, no, no. no, no. It was it was okay. It was a some. Was it a chain? I don't know if it's a chain. It's some, I I don't even remember the name of the hotel. I'd never heard of it before. Um, but it was halfway decent. I mean, it was we didn't yeah. spend a lot of time there, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, know? it didn't make a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, the whole the whole present thing. No, I haven't started. I don't. I mean, like I said, I don't even know what these kids want. There is Owen. I know Owen wants Lego. Uh, Avery, who knows that she goes from Shopkins to God knows what, and the other two kids yeah. are fairly easy. Like Cameron. Uh, I still need to take her to. We're just gonna get Froyo for her birthday. That was a few few weeks ago or whatever. So she's easy. She just wants to hang out, kind of, you know, yeah, which is yeah. cool. Um, but speaking of Lego, really quick and like stupidly bad transition. But did you see the Ecto One came out? I saw it when they teased it a couple of weeks ago, and now I, I got the email earlier today from from Lego. Yeah, a, a sad, uh, I guess a Sunday. It's a Sunday drop is kind of weird. Normally they're like it is Fridays weird. or whatever, but it's huge. It's way bigger than I thought it would be. So if you're a fan of Ghostbusters, Ecto One is that Cadillac ambulance that the Ghostbusters uh, convert into their their vehicle to fight ghosts with. Yeah, and so they've and, got. You said how many pieces? It's. I don't know how many pieces this one is. I know the other Lego set was a crazy amount, but this one, when I first saw it, because of the detail and because of the size, I thought it was going to be like a three hundred dollars set. No, it's two hundred bucks. Right when they when they announced it today, or when they sent the email out, I was surprised to see that it was one hundred ninety nine bucks. Yeah, not that it makes it super affordable. But no, 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 no. But I mean, reasonable. still, it's, it's way better than yeah, way better than than I would have thought. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's really cool. I've kind of curbed my lego purchases in favor of some other stuff recently but uh you know there's a few things that that i still might be on the list that thing's cool they came out with this and um owen was owen saw it and thought it was really cool dude they have a boat that comes with i mean it's big it's like a big sort of tanker kind of or like a not a tanker what's the a cargo boat sort of right yeah and it actually floats it's 150 bucks and it's pretty massive so that that seems pretty oh, wow. cool and then they um, they announced the Lego Roman Colosseum. Uh, that is interesting. Like I don't know I don't, if I'd be that excited about that set. Oh, I'm I'm in no way excited about it. But what I did think is interesting is how freaking massive the thing is. It's I think the big one of the bigger sets. It's got like nine thousand plus pieces. Where like what do you do with that? I don't know. You do actually, you... I mean, it's probably life size. <laughs> It's not Duplo. Oh well, my bad. Uh, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be like a couple feet long. I mean, it's got to be pretty large. Yeah, it's uh, this one is five hundred and fifty bucks. Five hundred and fifty dollars. Five hundred fifty bucks, and it captures every architectural detail. So it's got like the interior, exterior pieces. It's nine thousand. 36 pieces that's crazy and it even shows like because the real coliseum when you when you visit it it shows you the underground structure that was hidden when it was in use i've never been have you been i've never been no oh, i've okay. never been either but i i know the underground structure because i've seen pictures of it and stuff that's like it where they had the that. that's like where the gladiators lived and the the lions yeah, the and crap like that yeah okay. yeah 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 
so that so, it includes that. Yes, and it's got it's designed to be viewed from a bunch of different angles, so you can see it and view it from all these other pieces. But it's just massive. I guess that's one of those things where, like, yeah, it's probably interesting to build, but then unless you're like a unless you're actually the Coliseum, where why would you have it on display? It would be cool if you went there and they had it in like a you know a little display. So when it's built, it's over 10 and a half inches tall, 20 and a half inches wide, and 23 and a half inches deep. That's freaking huge. Yeah. But the way it's being marketed, it's, uh, this Coliseum model is the biggest Lego set ever as of November 2020, providing hours of relaxation for adults who love building sets. No. So they understand that it's just, this is just like a relaxation project because it's, to me, it seems kind of tedious because it's a 9,000 bricks, but they're all super tiny bricks. Well, and they're also all beige or tan or yes. whatever, right? That seems mm-hmm. horrible. Um, wait, so nine, if it, it's the biggest set. I thought the Millennium Falcon was still the biggest set. Wasn't that? Maybe physically? Maybe. I don't remember how many pieces are in the Millennium Falcon. I'm about to look at it. Yeah, we're going to find do? out. Because that, that Millennium Falcon was... 800 bucks it's 7500 pieces 7541 so it's more but to your point you you just said something interesting right there's a bunch of small pieces so i wonder if there's just a i mean that obviously ups the piece count and i wonder if that goes to actual detailing or is it just a a gimmick yeah this is uh the millennium falcon is 32 inches 32 and a half inches by 23 and a half inches and it's physically larger Physically larger, but has fewer pieces than the Colosseum, which is physically smaller, but has a bajillion more pieces. 2,000 more pieces, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Back to the Ecto-1. That, that's more my speed. The Batwing came out, and that is one that I really do want to get, because I think we've talked about this. 1989 Batman was like one of my favorite movies growing up. So, I don't know. I There's so much other stuff that you know, what, what am I going to do with it is the problem. And now I'm, I've run into that. I start asking myself these questions finally. Yeah. Logic. Grayson, Grayson's always a, a good kid to get Legos for, you know, for Christmas and stuff, but looking through it, there's nothing really that he, he's really excited about. I mean, he loves the speed champion series and they haven't had any of those out recently, but they haven't had any new ones in the last couple of months. So, and I'm, they, they introduced the, Earlier this year, they had the Fast and Furious Charger, Dom's Charger, which he he has. Yeah. And I'm sure if the movie was released, they would have released additional sets that tie into the movie. But because the movie got postponed due to COVID, I'm assuming the rest of the the Lego vehicles associated with the movie will come out later. So this holiday season, it's kind of strange where there's nothing really that he really wants yeah. from Lego. So it's just like, eh, whatever. Well, that was kind of the issue with, you know, or part of why I sort of, okay, so it's the ocean exploration ship is the one I was talking about. It's a city okay. set, 150. Uh, but what's cool about it, so it comes with like a shipwreck, a shark, a little like uh, underground, or I mean underground, Jesus, like a little underwater, um, what's that thing called? Submersible. It's got a okay. like a shark diver. It's got a helicopter. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it's a... 745 pieces 
yeah, the the all the sets that are out, there's a lot of cool stuff, but it, I think unfortunately, I guess there's a little bit of burnout for me. And Lego is doing that thing where they're obviously um really pushing the adult market a lot lately. Oh yeah. And so yeah. a lot of that stuff, right? I mean, I don't know how I see photos on, on some of these Facebook groups of these people and they're like, here's my haul for the day. And they've bought, as far as I can tell, the Lego store. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't, and you know, I don't have unlimited money. No. And that's the thing is some of it, I mean, there's some sets that are kind of reasonable. Like there's a, a Lego Ducati. Yeah. That one, uh, um, that one's pretty cool. That V4 Panigale like or whatever or it is. Yeah. Like that one's not terrible. I but, have the BMW, the, um, they did a, a GS BMW, sort of like my motorcycle, so I have that. And don't they have like the new Land Rover? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of sets, but yeah, again, it's like nothing that has me going. Oh, I absolutely have to get this. It's just like, well, that's cool, but not for me. They also have, and I don't, I don't know if they still have it or or whatever, but they had a Unimog, um, and one of the journalists that we know was a big fan of that set, so we'll have to uh, see about getting him on and having a chat about it. Yeah. Portal axles yeah, so, and everything. It's pretty cool. Did Does the Lego build actually have portal axles? I think so. That's pretty cool because that is one of the fun parts is you're surprised with how much detail is in the build when you're when you're assembling like the transmission or the right. engine block or, or things of that nature. I like that there's a lot of stuff too. I think it's cool that some of the, the things that they do that you will never see have a decent amount of detail to them as well. Yeah. Like all kinds of like little this. touches. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't built anything in over a month, which is surprising. Probably <laughs> you going through withdrawals? No, not really. But I I I mean, this place is there's nowhere to put anything, and I don't really, you know, I'm just kind of at that point where I don't. It's yeah. not it's not quite. I've just got a lot of other stuff going on. Let's put it that way. Well, it's nice to have options. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a many faceted man. Oh, many faceted, not multifaceted, many faceted. Lego doesn't define me. <laughs> Although I did see something earlier that I thought was kind of funny was uh, people are making little stands to hold a minifig in front of their webcam. I love it. So, I saw the same one that you sent me. Absolutely love it. So now I need to see if I can find a minifig that has similar facial hair and I can get it so I can put it in front of the, the webcam so the next time I'm doing like a zoom call or whatever yours is right can, over right over there I can see it from yeah. here I can I can walk away from the camera and still be on camera yeah. with the minifig I want to use it for a uh, uh, what do you call it I want to use it for um, just regular meetings not even because yeah, I want to yeah. walk away that's just going to be me from now on there you go so funny I'm surprised they haven't made like one of those um TikTok filters or Instagram filters where instead of getting you like the, the kitten ears and the whiskers, it just turns you into a minifig head. One of the, uh, one of the Lego designers I follow on Instagram, he posted something like recently and I don't really know what it's for. I, I just saw the photos, but uh, like Lego beards and like full size ones. So like Lego yeah. beards, they the full size Lego human spaceman, like all these different props and stuff. It was kind of cool. Oh gosh. Are you all right over there? Yeah, yeah. I had to sneeze. I hit the mute button right in time. Oh man, sneezing. That's not a good sign. Uh, Maybe you I have thought, allergies. 
So there's the another thing. To throw. No, yeah. this is just all dust. I've been working in the backyard, so I got the uh, the backyard drains all, all put back together, all rebuilt, all done. So, that's so how did you end up moving the, the dirt? Did you have to move all of those slabs or just some of them? And then did you did you, you repipe all the drains? I repiped all the drains that went under that slab. There, the the drain continued on into two other spots that I didn't care about because they were the high points in the yard. So there's no drainage problem. Yeah. I was focused on the on the low spot spots in the yard, so I got the drain piping all done. Um, I just need to start filling in the dirt back again, so then I can figure out on the vertical pipe element how high that is, so I can actually cut it and then put the drain cap there, so the drain sits flush with the dirt once I get it all done. But so that's all done. I get the sprinklers all back together. Now I'm just fine tuning the sprinklers. Yeah. In the backyard, making sure that everything's working. And then I can start doing the, the low voltage lighting and stuff. Did some electrical in the backyard, rewired a, a single gang outlet, turned it into a, a two gang. So I can add a uh, low voltage power transformer and basically just all this home improvement project stuff in the backyard. Yeah, but it's probably rewarding. You see it come together, right? In some ways, yeah, it's it's tedious because like that backyard the drains took a while because we had that that rainy weekend where i couldn't work on it oh. so that it seems like it's been what two weeks since from like start to finish on the backyard drains but those are done the uh the electrical that was just like two days that's done but yeah it, it there is that sense of satisfaction where all your calculations and all your figuring and all your mental calculations and mental math work out and everything ends up as you expect it and it all works and you're like all right sweet well i'm sure that i'm sure once it's all done done and you can just now you just enjoy the space that'll be nice too because you can say oh i i built this well yeah i modified whatever i'm trying to yeah make it sound it, interesting yeah i mean there there is that that sense and that pride of ownership in in doing something like that but with this so much of it it's going to be buried yeah you know, well yeah like, that's true it's but all behind the scenes stuff. But every time you walk out there and don't have a swamp, you'll be excited. Yeah. Like, oh right? yeah. Like, oh snap! I did this. Yep. I did this. Oh yeah. So you put in some French drains, or you just? No, no, no French drains. Because the problem is, is that we have trees in the yard, so the the roots are pretty invasive. So the French yeah. drain would make it worse. Um, so these are just ABS drains. But the the pre the previous person that that did the drains was a hack and so they duct taped the joints together get the hell out did, of here but didn't do any well because i mean it's a drain so it doesn't have to be watertight no but why on earth would anybody use duct tape for that well that's true but because they didn't because they didn't adhere or seal the drains that's where the roots crept into the drain pipes they, they got in at the joints and then burrowed their way into the piping and ended up blocking all the drains so I ended up finding this um, drain adhesive called root band. And I guess it's a special type of formulation that it's a, it's an adhesive, but it's got some chemical that I guess roots don't like. It's some sort of a root deterrent. So it won't, all, it'll just stop it from going in the joint. It's obviously not going to stop it from breaking the pipe. Right. But yeah. the odds of it breaking the pipe are kind of slim. Sure. Cause it'll just grow around it. But anyway, so yeah, so I got that adhesive, and then I got um, some tape that's meant for drains. So I did the belt and suspenders approach, glued it, then sealed the glue with another round of tape. So that way, water ain't getting in or out of that drain. So that way, it's not going to be attractive to any sort of 
roots that I want to get in my drains again. Yeah, you should have uh, written on there no roots than taking. That's a, yeah. thir- a third thing, right? Yeah. I don't but know. it's just amazing. Like when you dig up the backyard, you realize how many hack jobs there were previously in the yard. Like old work that people just cut and hacked. And it's just like I find myself, okay, I, I want to get this old pipe out. It doesn't need to be there. But then it's like I got to dig up so much more of the yard just to pull this pipe out. It's like I'm just going to cut it and cap it and leave it there. You know, it's just. Yeah. Well, a lot of that stuff is, A, you're not going to see it, and B, it's three times the work to get it all out that you don't need to do. Oh, speaking of surprises, oh, I forgot. I I, uh, I, I had a gas leak in my backyard. Pardon? So we have a barbecue island, uh-huh. and the barbecue island is plumbed to the natural gas line of the house. Okay, that makes sense. So uh, on the back side of the house, there's a piece of pipe. That is threaded, and then it that is the, I guess, the outlet from the house that you could tie into a barbecue or yeah. a island. Seems pretty normal. And so, yeah. So somebody had tapped into that with, like, 27 elbow joints because it had to go around a corner and then go from horizontal to vertical to go underground to go into the barbecue island. And so legally, or to code, you're supposed to bury your gas lines 18 inches underground. So when I was digging the, the the trench for the drain to get it all nice and level so the water flowed the right way in the drains, yeah, I, I'm swinging this pick, and I snag on something that it. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a, a tree root. So it, you know, I, I use the pick and I try to wedge it up, and it snags. So I pull it out and I swing it again. Oh no! And all of a sudden I hear a, pss, and it smells like sulfur. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the gas line. Well, did you even so, know that that's where... Did you know that was the path? No, because it was too shallow. It shouldn't have been there. Well, right, but you didn't even know where it ran. It, so it wasn't... Looking at the pipe where it went underground yeah. from the house, this was at an odd angle. So what they had done is they, they did hard line underground to a certain point, and then they went to a soft line which is like a bright yellow rigid plastic. Yeah, yeah. And that soft line curved. And that's why oh, I hit it. Oh, got it. So anyways, so I, I run to the toolbox, grab a wrench, run to the gas main, and shut it off. But unlike a, a water valve where you twist it and then it, it stops and you've got it closed, the gas valve rotates. It's basically the valve is, if it's parallel with the pipe, the valve is open. If you rotate yeah. it 90 degrees so the valve is perpendicular, it's, like a ball it's closed. Valve. Right. Yeah. But there's no stop. So I rotated it past 90 degrees oh, no. <laughs> and then it kept going. And then I figured it out. Okay, yeah. Because I'm, I'm at the gas meter. So I'm watching the little needle spin like crazy. <laughs> and so I turn it 90 degrees. It stops. And I'm like, all right, sweet. Phew. And luckily, because we didn't use the barbecue island, like we, I used the barbecue, but I, I replumbed it to use propane because I never trusted the underlying, the underground gas lines because I knew the previous home homeowner was a hack. So wait, did you not trust it in that? Like you thought maybe it would, uh, it was broken or it didn't work or what was the, the lack of trust? I just figured there? at some point it was going to be a, a, a problem. Oh, and so it. I didn't want to rely on so it. So then there was a, sh- rather than a wait for valve. it to be a problem, you just made it a problem. Right. Yeah. So there's a shutoff valve in the Island, but that meant that between the house and the Island, there was still gas in the line. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no valve on the backside of the house. 
and I've oh. always been meaning to cut the pipe and get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, and put a put a and, valve at the house then. Yeah, and yeah. cap it off at the wall. Right. Well, when I hit the main and I caused a gas leak, I finally cut the pipe and capped it. <laughs> so, How did you? What did you cut the pipe with? Uh, well, it's threaded. The the pipe section that comes out of the house, it's iron pipe and it's threaded, and then it had it went to like a bunch of elbows. So I cut it with a sawzall, and then I, a, it's kind of sketchy because of the gas yeah. situation. Well. I had already, it had already been, Oh got once it, I okay. shut it off, I shut the main off. And then there was still the hole, so it dissipated. Yeah, got it, okay. Yeah, so it dissipated out, and then, uh, but yeah, when you're using a power tool next to a gas line that might have some remnant gas in there, it was a little sketch. Yeah. But there's no spark with a hacksaw, so this is kind of the same thing. Um, and so I cut it, and then I was able to unthread the, the pipe, and then I, I went to home, or I went to Lowe's real quick, and grabbed a, um, a half-inch threaded cap. Oh, okay. And then wrenched it on there. So I got rid of all the unsightly piping that was hanging off the back of the house. Um, painted it so you can't even tell that I, I messed with it. So it looks really nice. Yeah. And then I now no longer have a buried gas line because I dug it up. Nice. And now you still have a propane barbecue. Yeah. So, and the propane barbecue works fine. It's just that, you know, again, if the homeowner had done it right and had buried the line 18 inches underground, I would never hit it. I hit this. This was probably a foot underground so it wasn't even all that deep yeah no that's that's pretty sketchy but you know what they say if ifs and buts were candy and nuts it'd be christmas every day i don't know that saying i heard it randomly at some point and it stuck in my head and now i'm sharing it with you (laughs) i did save the busted pipe that i hit with the pickaxe as a souvenir I, i cut that one foot section out yeah so it's got the puncture marks so I'm gonna leave that in the toolbox as a reminder to be like, hey. Be you need careful. like you need like a wall of shame in the garage. All the the little broken the things, you hang them up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 hang them up. Well, I'm glad nothing bad happened. Yeah, no, it was a total pucker moment. But I mean, I know where the gas main was. I know yeah. where the shutoff valve was. I knew what to do. It was just that unexpected. Oh shit! I smell gas. I hear gas. Let's get this taken care of. Some of those <laughs> those. Uh, Gas shutoffs, once you shut them off, you're actually supposed to call the gas company to turn them back on because there's some, you know, they have to come out and make sure that there's not going to be another problem or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I knew where the leak was. Yeah. So once I capped it off, it was fine. Do you have a restart the water heater? So that was. Oh, yeah. There you go. Do you have a gas stove? Yes. Oh, okay. So so that's what it is. When I when I shut the gas main off. Um, I opened the, the, uh, the stove, the, the, the stovetop burner just to make sure no gas was coming out cause it wouldn't light. Yeah. Yeah. The pilot was clicking, but it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't light. So I knew at least I had it off. Right. And then I, I capped it off. So I was without gas for all of maybe like 30 minutes. Whatever. And then it was fine. As but long yeah. as nobody needed a shower right then. No, but I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, I have to run a Lowe's. Grayson's here. I'm like, all right, I'm not leaving you in the house by yourself. Even though I had the gas main off, it's like, no, I, I, in good conscience, I can't leave my, my kid and the dog in the house. Yeah, yeah Come yeah. with me. Yeah. Let's go to Lowe's. Let's get the part we need. Let me get it capped off, taken care of, and then we'll be fine. There's worse trips, though. I mean, Lowe's isn't the end of the world. No, no, and it's just right down the street, so it's, yeah. it's convenient. I mean, it would suck if it was, you know, 30 minutes into town kind right. of thing. Yeah, but you have, like, right where you're at is kind of where everything is, so you're, you're pretty set. It's nice and convenient, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you walk or did you drive? drive i wanted to get the problem fixed taken care of 
I see. Sun was setting, you know, stupid daylight saving. Dude, I'm so over this. They need to get rid of this. It's dumb. It's, it's uh, I don't even know what time it is right now, but I'm, I it's just looked outside. outside. It is pitch black. Last night, like, I don't know, at noon, I would say, noon 30, it legit felt like it was four in the afternoon. I went to Target last night at, at 7.30. It felt like it was nine. Yeah. I need to go to Target. Target is fun. Yeah. Actually, they I, also you like can I do said, that I need... curbside delivery. Yeah, I've never actually used that. Um, the Target by me, I think we've talked about this before, is like this little mini Target. So it used to be yeah, yeah. something else, and now it's a Target, and it is awful. It's terrible. Because they don't have enough? Dude, not only do they not have enough, it's like stuff that you would think Target, any Target should have, they don't have. So it's one of those ones where I end up driving either to the marketplace um, or to the uh, that other place. Um, there's one in Santa Ana. I okay. um, actually want to go back to the Amazon Fresh store. Oh. But I mean, I can't do that now. I'll do that another day. You addicted to Amazon Fresh now? No, I just think it's cool. I want to experience it again. You need to go. <laughs> I still haven't gone. No, you should. It's it's worth the uh, it's worth the trip. It's because it is a trip. It's kind of fun, but I don't know. Whatever. Um, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have? I guess this is our Thanksgiving episode, technically, right? This is yeah. Woo! So, do you have besides staying home? You guys are gonna do just go for a drive, or what do you do? No. I mean, is Thanksgiving? I mean, are you gonna watch football? No. Yeah, it, I don't. yeah. I think Thanksgiving night we'll probably watch maybe Elf or, you know, get into the Christmas movie starting season viewing. Too, too bad he's not old enough to watch Die Hard. Or Bad Santa. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. What's uh, uh, Gremlins is we a Christmas watch, like, movie. Home Alone or something. So, I mean, there's there's options to watch. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. And he hasn't watched it yet, so we'll probably introduce him to Gremlins. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so real quick on the movie topic, by the way, I sent you a link yesterday. I think that they are apparently going to remake short circuit. Why? I freaking don't understand. And from what I understand, they're going to have like a Latina Latinx. I don't know. How do you pronounce that? Latinx. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm just an idiot. Um, so they are, yeah, that's, it's going to have that kind of twist to it. And Obviously, they say they'll you know they'll update what Johnny Five looks like, and I mean it's it's fine that they don't have a white guy playing an Indian guy. Um, but <laughs> Maybe they do. Yeah, actually, we don't know yet. But like, I mean, yeah. God damn it, Hollywood, get a freaking idea. Yeah, do something unique. Every maybe this one they'll make Johnny Five a female. It'll be a female robot. Janie Five. Yeah, and it'll be a sex bot or something weird. Oh, Jesus. Uh, what was that movie with Robin Williams and there were the he played a robot um, that future movie futuristic the cartoon no 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 it was was a cartoon robots and he was one of the voices but no it was uh, oh the kid and the AI and the oh god that movie was awful what the hell was that called who cares it's bad I know but it's gonna bother me oh dude um, another great movie, which I don't, I mean, it's not really a Christmas movie, but Iron Giant is high up on my list. Have you guys watched that? Uh, I can't remember. I think we've seen it, but I, I don't remember if Grayson remembers it because it's been a couple of years. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a Vin Diesel film. 
Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a there's a show that's on. I believe it's on Amazon Prime that looks pretty interesting. That's a um, like a Philip K. Dick show or something like that. That oh. I just saw an advert for. I wish I could give you more information, but I literally don't have any more idea than that. <laughs> hey, so do you want to exchange Christmas presents? Okay. I mean, we, we should we, sh- we should do an ungrown-ups birthday, birthday, Jesus, an ungrown-ups Christmas exchange. What do you want to set the price limit at, like 25 bucks? Okay, and we'll do, uh, we'll do, uh, we'll unwrap our gifts on an episode. Yes. All right. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Um, that being said... I love when, when a plan comes together and uh, we should we should go do other things today. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta clean up the rest of my mess, put my tools away and Dude. It, you gotta keep it clean while you work, man. No, I did, I know, but I mean I, I have like my miter saw out there because I was using it to cut the piping. Oh, got it. Like I'm such a I'm such an obsessive person. I like my pipe to be cut at right angles. And those <laughs> the like I you can know, appreciate the PC that. pipe cutter, the 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 scissor oh, yeah, type it tool crimps it. You don't want that. Yeah, well, it doesn't cut it square. Right, that's what I mean. It like cuts it all funky. Yeah, um, I want square pipe so I get that full embedded pipe joint. Get it all clean. I uh, yeah. I was pulled the bike in the garage today and realized first off I have so much stuff that needs to get installed on the truck so it's not sitting on the floor in my garage and that's causing me a little anxiety. But the way my garage faces with all that wind and stuff that we had uh, last yeah. week, dude, it is so dirty in there. All the leaves and crap just blow under the door. And it like, you know, when you get to the point where you need to literally empty the garage out and then push broom it, it but there's yeah. like so much crap, you're like almost want to cry and just give up. Do you have a sectional garage door? Or just no, like it's an old door. school one piece lift up pile of garbage yeah. it sucks so well, you just get you some cheap rubber and just screw it to the bottom of the door so well no i'm not seals. willing i'm not willing to put any money into this place that i more than likely won't be at for too much longer unfortunately yeah but i mean like 20 bucks to never have to sweep the garage again is kind of worth it yeah i mean it's you know eh, it it probably it's the why would the, you move though it's a, you're in a pretty decent spot the hood's cool no i do I, I love assholes that egg your car but. well yeah that it's a whole other other issue. Um, no, I, there's just it's a long story, but it has to do with lease terms, and I don't know that oh. you know it's it may be too too long. So there's a yeah. whole like potential, you know, there's a reload issue and, and involved and some other stuff. So yeah, 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 it's all. I mean, it's just adult real life stuff. I love this apartment, right? I love the place, but it happens. Yeah, so. you like being able to control your neighbor's lights from your place. <laughs> yeah, the one neighbor, and still, still, they haven't fixed it, and it drives me insane. I've told them all you have to do is write down all of the codes. That's all yeah. you have to do. And they and is it just one house that you can control now? Yeah, it's only well, it's one light specifically. There's one light, yeah. and I don't but even you're know. Sure, who, it's just one unit. You're not like. Yeah, I need to go around one day and just carry the remote with me and see if I can see it turn on and off. <laughs> but I still do the thing like when, if I have the switch on and they like the light comes on, I immediately go over and I'll turn it on and off like 15 times and I'll dim it and I'll turn it off. I'll turn the fan on. I hope they truly think something bad is going on. That's awesome. Because apparently right, the one, well, sorry, real quick, because apparently the one that. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say the one that I can control, that neighbor hasn't complained. So they either think something's wrong, like wrong, wrong, yeah, or, or they just, they just have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Um, all right, sir. It has been fantastic talking to you. I uh, yes. hope I can... am thankful for you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, I, too, am thankful for you. And this is Have a happy Thanksgiving. I'm sure we'll because we'll talk after Thanksgiving. So we'll have to compare notes on what we didn't do. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, we'll probably talk, talk tomorrow. But... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, like actually record it for posterity's sake. Yeah. And next time, hopefully we're, we're sitting face to face. And I've yeah, decided yeah. that I'm not a disgusting germ. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Until then. Until then. Adios. Bye, Bye dude. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.